Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, yeah. Turn it do up. Do you hear that? Turn it up, Do baby. you hear Turn that? Uh, hey, start to... My goodness, that Denver Nuggets defense, they tried to spam pick and roll, but you know what? It's crazy. When are they going to stop the spamming? When are they going to stop spamming us with that? Nuggets get a win. I'll tell you what, the defense was good. The offense, though, for three quarters, fourth quarter, not so much. Absolutely dynamite, man. Well rested. No rust in No rust, just rest. Just rest. Uh, we're going to have a great show for you tonight. Harrison Wynn, Brendan Vogt at Ball Arena. We're going to bring them in later, but right now, I got the homies with me. I got Denver Man. <laughs> Denver Man approves, dude. Denver Man likes. Denver, Denver Man likes. <laughs> what a game. What a dude. What a series. This, uh, we'll get into it. That went good for the Nuggets. That was good for the Nuggets, man. If that you wanna, was a cathartic. Uh, yeah, dude. If you want to, that's my big takeaway, too. Just FYI. You don't have to come back to me. The Nuggets are ruining the NBA, too, by the way. I saw Sucks. that on the timeline a little bit today. And then over there, Superstar Dev. Look, listen, there was not a better place to be. If you're not at home, you're at the DMVR bar, DMVR bar popping, popping. Dude, Line out the door, we're turning people down. It was crazy. Crazy I, atmosphere, crazy game, crazy, crazy experience. We're 1-0. People, I'm telling you, when they talk about, I mean, Eric, you, we haven't done a good enough job of branding this just yet. This is a basketball town. Basketball town. I'm telling you, this bar can hold, I don't know, 300 people, like when it's really, really full. I think a 1,000 people showed up tonight, man, yeah. hungry to be a part of the energy of this bar because everybody is feeling the nuggets right now. Everybody. The city today, I put it out at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The city's buzzing, man. Yes. This is what it used to feel like when I lived on the East Coast, when I lived in Boston. Uh, when the whole city comes together and like you feel a collective energy flowing through the streets, flowing, buzzing through the air, like it used to just be Miller Moths, but now it's right. I remember that. Now it's uh, that was last week. <laughs> yeah, now it's Nuggets fever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nuggets fever, indeed. All right, let's go to a fast breakdown here, um, guys. To start this game, we they went with the same starting lineup that they closed the last series. Kayla Martin as as your power forward. My God. Spoiler alert: that was too small, and I'm not. I don't blame them for doing it. You always want to try out your best lineup versus the other team's best lineup. Like you keep going further and further in the playoffs. It's like which team has to make the first adjustment to yep. what they do. It's that. It took three <laughs> minutes for it to be yeah. like, oh, that's right. Aaron Gordon is way too big for Bro. any six foot five, one hundred and fifteen or two hundred fifteen pound player in the NBA. There's nobody with those dimensions that can handle Aaron Gordon. He made it known right away. Murray was hot. He had some big shots. He had the look in his eye, I thought, all night. Um, and then the Nuggets just played the entire first quarter too big. They get up to a 29-20 to 20 lead. That first quarter was the difference. 
second quarter. The bench was actually getting stops in the second quarter. I actually thought it was a good second quarter for Nuggets bench. Michael Porter Jr., guys, you remember this? Monster dunk. Do you guys yes. remember he grabbed the rebound like down here, cocks it behind his head and dunks it. It was a hell of a play. Then he got hit in the face and went down. Yeah, he got elbowed pretty good. Yeah, but he was playing fantastic defense, and that was one of the stories, his defense tonight. Um, Jamal Murray continued to cook in the second half, uh, second quarter. He had a phenomenal scoring first half. He looked like, I mean, we were talking about finals MVP. We are like, man, Murray is playing like it. 59-42 nuggets at half, and it almost felt a little bit like the half was Denver left some points on the board. You know, it felt like, all right, you're up 13. We can't be mad, but I feel like you could have been up 20. Third quarter, 7-0 run for Miami. Immediately. Immediately. Nuggets storm back, and then it took a little bit of back and forth early, but then Denver, you know how it is, Dev. You're up 20. A team makes a run. It's like, is this going to get close or not? Denver just kept pushing the lead right back up, ruining all the momentum that they had, and it was a dominant offensive performance. Bruce Brown got it going in the third quarter. Nuggets go into the fourth up 84-63. My God, 84-63. This game is going to feel closer than what it actually was, guys. Fourth quarter, Jokic started the fourth. Malone kept him out there. He'd go to zone. You think, all right, this is barbecue chicken. Murray had a turnover five seconds into the quarter, and the Heat go on an 11-0 run. Nuggets get a timeout. Nuggets did what they've done entire playoffs, gathered themselves, calmed things down, got some buckets, and even Jokic, who finished the game with just 12 shots, 8 of 12 shooting, he started to shoot in the fourth quarter to put it away. And I almost felt like it was a message that said, hey, we won this game without me shooting, but if I ever have to, shimmy shake, fall away on the baseline, nothing but net, floater, nothing but net. And it was like, yeah, I got that too. So just so you know, just FYI. I, there's levels to this, and I got all the levels. Yeah, we were on level one. Just we were FYI. on level one, and we might go to level two in game two as well. We don't know. Why? Deb, start us off. What's your big takeaway? Uh, my big takeaway is that uh, Denver can do whatever the hell it is that they want to in this yep. series. And you want to know why? Because Denver has the best two All players the in the series. Wow. They have the two best players Where's in the series. Where's my peppers at, Kale? How many peppers is that? I think Ooh. that's... Whoa! Okay. pepper take, dude. <laughs> All right. Kale editorializing. Listen, he's not listening. Because <laughs> that's crazy. Jamal Murray goes into this, what is it, five, six straight... Um, 25 plus point um, you know games in a row he's scoring at will Yo. he's leading this team in different Yo. ways he is the offense yep. this is a game that Jokic didn't even have to shoot didn't the want ball to. didn't, want, didn't to. want to shoot the ball and still was incredible in but Jamal Murray got them going he's been incredible offensively and that's why he is playoff Murray but now it's finals Murray finals Murray baby finals Murray I love it, man. I love it. What about you, D-Line? All the Nuggets are good. <laughs> uh, say the line, Eric. All the Nuggets are good. They really are, man. The Denver Nuggets are just a nightmare matchup for the Miami Heat. It is so obvious that the size difference between the Heat and the Nuggets is... I do not know how they possibly can overcome it. Like, you saw at the end of the game where the Heat started hitting some threes and they... You know, they got within nine points, which is as close as they could possibly get. It felt like a little nerve-wracking. Uh, but they had to get on fire. And Kyle Lowry started hitting a bunch of threes. Um, and it was all in a row, which is what they've done throughout this entire playoffs. Like, stick around, stick around, stay within ten points, and then turn it on at the end. And they kind of were doing that a little bit 
but they didn't. They had no chance in this game. Like there was no chance for the Heat in this game. The way that they came out and Aaron Gordon just set the tone and just let them know, like you guys are in hell tonight. You, there's nothing you can do, and you can make all the compensation you want to stop me, but Jamal Murray is going to kill you. Right. Nikola Jokic is going to clown you. Yep. It's so fun to watch Jokic in the presence of people that don't watch him every night, like the guys from CHGO, and just watch their wonderment and their astonishment it. and their amazement, saying things that they're like, bro, that's a center. Bro, like, yeah, can I say center. something, though? They kept saying it, and I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. It's abnormal for somebody to dribble the ball up and then throw a dive. Like, yeah. Honestly, I kept being like, did I miss something? I was like, no. oh, no, that's right. No, no, no. Just, yeah, no, we take like, it for granted. No, we've been, like, we grew up with, like, billionaire parents, and, like, everyone's yeah, like, oh, so true. you have a train that goes through your house? You're like, yeah, uh, it's broken right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, whatever. Like, we're, like, all non nonchalant, nonplussed, but they, like, when people who understand ball watch Nikola Jokic, it's very easy to understand why it's exciting to watch him. Yeah. This bar, by the way, is that you know it's the finals? They're not usually winds down after yeah. the game. No, this bar's not winding down. No, they're uh, the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. They're like, uh, we're not leaving. <laughs> it's such that scene. My big takeaway tonight, the Denver Nuggets, over the course of these playoffs, over the course of the season, they got to a level. And it was good, and they knew they were good. They took a little bit of time off. They got to the playoffs and have just been refining yeah. their offense and defense. But really, the offense is the thing that pops when you watch it. This is a good Miami Heat defense. They're a versatile defense. They're a smart defense. They're connected. Denver carved through them like butter, butter. for three quarters. Fourth quarter, they lost a little bit, and we'll talk about it. But for three quarters, it looked like they were playing the Washington Generals. It yeah. was unbelievable how easy scoring was against that Miami Heat team. Wide Adjustments are going to come. Adjustments are going to come. Teams are going to try different things. They're going to try different personnel. I don't know if it'll work or not, but... From their default setting of, hey, we're going to try these things out and get a read, they're going to go to film study tomorrow and look at it and go, nothing worked. And it was all bad. I'm not sure we got a point of anything except for the fourth quarter. Not even uh, that it did not work. I think the craziest part, and this is like my personal opinion, I feel like this was not even Denver's game plan. Nope. I think that they went with Aaron Gordon early on. He put a step on the game so much that Denver was like, let's just ride that. So I don't even feel like this was a, a moral victory that you could have for Miami because, really, if you like try to look for it, you're like, hey, we didn't shoot the ball well. Neither did Denver. Um, I don't think that Denver no. went into their offense. I think that the size was just too much to overcome where it was just like, oh, we're just balling out there right now. We're just balling. Yo, I would say that watching it, I don't believe it. I don't believe. I'm not sure. I don't think their optimism will be boundless uh, watching the tape. Like, there's truly, like, I, don't, I mean, like, I... You don't want to get ahead of yourself. I'm trying my hardest not to get in my head of myself. I've been trying not to get in my head of my <laughs> get ahead of myself for the past week. That looked exactly like what I thought it was going to look like. Like this is this thing you you're like, well, all right, they can do. You don't quite know what the matchups look like. You have a vague idea. That went exactly like I thought it was going to. Like they, the front court of the Nuggets just destroyed the Miami Heat, completely scrambled them, made them start trying to do a bunch of different stuff, bring in different lineups, you know, go into zone, this, that, and just none of it mattered at all. Like when they went into zone in the third quarter, they went on a run, but Murray and Jokic missed three of the easiest shots they yeah. had all day long. Like. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of points that were left on the table for both teams. I don't think Miami is going to shoot as poorly 
you know, as they did tonight either in game. This was a little bit of a first finals game nerves, you know, like yeah. game one. They shot 33%, though. Denver only 29.6%. Both teams shot below their average. Yeah. And, you know, you should feel good about that. But it's not even about did they make or miss shots tonight. Denver just got what they wanted, and they walked into yeah. what they wanted. And that's the thing is, and again, Yoke tonight, <laughs> I don't think he did this on purpose. I think he just read the game. But it was kind of funny that he took half of his shots in the fourth quarter and made them all yeah. because it was one of those reminders of, like, just so you know, yeah. we have a plan B. Actually, a plan A. We haven't Parts of plan A that we oh, haven't dude. even got to yet. Yeah, was, that was a good point. Like, really, it's about the process yeah. and how it looked for Denver. They, they left a lot of points out there. Um, but also, their guys got what they wanted. You know, MPJ is not, you know, he missed all of his three-pointers. That's going to rotate. Um, KCP got to his spots. Jamal looked as comfortable as he has looked all playoff series. And if he wanted to go for 40, I think that he could. Aaron Gordon was spectacular in the first half and didn't show up in the second half. Didn't have and to. Aaron Gordon did I mean, and Jokic didn't even try to score the basketball. So, like, when you, like, really try to look at things that you could find from this game, it's like, well, Denver's going to also make some changes on their side. What do we do besides put our hands up? Yo, that's it. Like, they, they like, fought Tyson in this game, but Tyson didn't use his uppercut. Like, <laughs> Denver has – they showed a little glimpse to Miami down the stretch of when Jokic started to score. Like, just – yeah, like you said, just, just so you guys know – if you do catch fire, we have the holy hammer from hell to, or from from high, to bring down and just just squash you. Like the Denver Nuggets have an answer for absolutely everything the Heat want to do. Um, it's I would just, say it's rather than Mike Tyson, so it was more Anderson Silva. You know how sometimes he just wouldn't punch. It's not yeah. even like he didn't use yeah. his uppercuts. Like they didn't use their punch. They I were just, just like. The they were just like, all right. But I man. just mean like the Nuggets did not use their best punch yeah, at all. The Jokic, at all. Jokic uh, takeover is the Mike Tyson uppercut. Like, yeah, I, but I'm just saying I don't think they used their punch either. I just yeah. think they were like, wow, this is pretty. Well, they got a lot more in the tank. A dominant performance, and I just, again, it's the connectedness. I mean, Jokic is a great player, a great player. Murray is a great big game player. He steps up, and this is the finals. He is, he came out focused and ready. But the reason you pick the Nuggets, if you are a Nuggets believer, as we are is we know that they fall into these rhythms at their best. And the rhythms are just like, it doesn't matter what you do. No. Miami, I make adjustment you know, uh, throughout the game. We're going to go a zone here. We're going to try this. We're going to put Butler on Jokic for a while and try that match. We're going to try Zeller. Double coming from the high side. Double coming from the low side. No double. It didn't matter. Denver just like purpose, uh, perfectly formed into whatever it was that was needed. Found the open guy. And I just thought it was great defense from Miami. That didn't matter. Like, the guys were scrambling. They were doing all the stuff, but Denver was just one step ahead of them getting. I mean, the game opened, guys, with what, eight dunks? Yeah. Dunks. Wide dunks. open. At per Aaron Gordon well. set a record tonight for most dunks in a quarter in his career, and he did it in the NBA Finals. <laughs> yeah. Denver's, like, really, it's, it's, it goes back to that process. They really got what they wanted to, and they, they hit early, they hit hard. Also, they stayed on the same mantra of we're going to just take your souls in that first game where yeah. you're on you know, the back foot. You're having to backpedal and try to find ways to just go with what we're doing while also trying to play chess. You don't know what changes we're going to make on our side. Things didn't go perfectly on our side, and they just found a way. So they're just they're getting it going, man. Um, you, you feel it in the background. <laughs> we have a lot of people feeling it right now. Feeling it. You're good, man. You're good. good. 
Um, guys, let's take a quick break. I got a new ad partner here. You excited for this one? Oh, I you can't wait. I know you guys. No, I got. No, you guys are gonna get hyped. Omaha Steak. Yeah! <laughs> Omaha Steak. Oh my god! And I know we're all hey. hyped because I had a package the other day. My wife said, "Adam, it's for you. What is this package?" Big old cooler of steak. Adam, by the way, ma- married to an old woman from that's the clearly from the, the voice 70s. I gave. Yeah, that's how she goes. That's exactly how she said it. Father's Day is coming up. Is it this Sunday? Dads and grads? I don't know what it is. Is it this Sunday? I'm it a dad, but I don't know. Oh, sometimes it falls on my birthday. Really? Oh. Is it coming up? That's a little hit for all of us to remember that. Um, but seriously, Father's Day is coming up. This is the best gift. What do dads like more than steak? Nothing. Uh, not me, that's for sure. I'm telling that's you. Like all you want is steaks. <laughs> Quiet it's the time. best gift. And on top of that, you get to sound the smart when you're like, you know what? I got you the Omaha steaks. I got you some premium, the best steaks. Woo. And then it's all sunny out. Dad start going like, oh, baby, I know what this means. It's, uh, it's going to be time. I'm telling you. So head over to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Nuggets. Well, hold on. I got a promo code down here. DNVR Nuggets. DNVR Nuggets. DNVR Nuggets. So use uh, promo code DNVR Nuggets. You get $30 off of your order. Packages can include fork tender bacon wrapped filet mignon. Okay. Uh, Grillable like air chilled boneless chicken breast. Okay. Burgers, jumbo franks, and lots more. Dude, Uh, can I just say that the jumbo frank is the most maligned I, I love that you brought this world, up. Dude. I love that you I brought this up. I love a jumbo frank, so, dude. dude. I'm not gonna lie. When I got that package, I was geeked. I'm telling you, I said you were gonna be bummed. They, like, and they have a, like a salt, like a season that they come with it. I've been putting that season on <laughs> everything. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I know you've had to help me out of a lot of rough situations. Your boy made it. He made it. <laughs> I got these steaks. So check it out, you guys. Don't forget, go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DNVR Nuggets. You get $30 off. I got another. You guys, the new partners don't quit coming. Everybody wants in on these NBA finals. I'm going to tell you guys about kind love. You, you'll like this one here, Eric. You're going you're gonna to love this Dude, one. I do, everything I do in my life is kind, particularly the love. Kind love is excited to be an official partner of DNVR and support another local brand. You guys know how much we love Colorado-owned. Colorado local. We're all about over here. We love Kind Love Cannabis and always got uh, get a consistent great experience when we are high on Kind Love. I love that line. Every, nice and consistent when you're high dude, on I, Kind Love. I, I, I got to say, our dispensary partners love a pun. They do love a pun. <laughs> Quality, integrity, consistency, variety, and safety is what they're all about. But here's the cool thing. One of the first dispensaries in Colorado, established in 2010, and known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state, authentic genetics, patient grow techniques, and one of the highest quality brands in Colorado, fully integrated seed to sale, breeding, breeding their own genetics, control grow process, and packaging. And they recently launched a thing I know D-Line loves, a game-changing new product in the industry known as a TurboCore. Yeah, dude. Uh, we TurboCored up the hot box and hot takes, and the takes got exquisitely hot. Well, what is a Turbo Core? It's a 100 milligram stick that looks exactly like a toothpick. Yep. Uh, a full spectrum cannabis concentrate des- designed with a pointed tip so you can easily slide it into any joint, blunt, cigarette, or instantly infuse it. And it's also vegan, natural, with no <laughs> chemical processing whatsoever. Come visit one of the stores, Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR and receive a DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off all kind love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. I love it. Hit up D-Line when you try it out. Be like, yo, that turbo joint was unbelievable. Let me know how turbo your core Visit our website at kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering. All right, let's get it. Some of these players here, you guys. Let's Let's start with Aaron Gordon. 16 points. Jesus. Six rebounds. Seven attempts shooting. Did we hit our bet with him, by the way? Of course. 
20 and a half. 20 and a half, and he got 22. He had most of that in the first three minutes? No, no. He had all of it. Did he really? <laughs> Pretty much. And then he didn't score again for a little bit. But, I mean, look, I said teams are going to adjust and take something away. I love how quickly Denver realized, oh, they're starting Caleb Martin. Cool. You know what we're going to do? Lob over the top to AG, power dunk on him. And it was just over and over and over and over and over and over again. Six times, six dunks. He was so big and dominant inside in that first half. Yeah, what's big about Aaron Gordon is in these uh, playoff series is how do you impact the game? Well, how does he impact the game? He had one of his best halves of the entire season, which got Denver out to a huge lead. And not only that, you want to know who had the worst plus minus in the entire game? Who? Jimmy Butler. Love Ooh. it. Jimmy Butler. Because this is the defense that he's playing. He has played against other guys that, you know, was too big for him, was too strong for him, you know, th that was too agile. But he had the, he has the, the, the perfect body, he has the strength, he has the size to just get exactly what he wants. He attacked mismatches. He had Gabe Vincent on him a lot. That's baby food. He had Caleb Martin on him. Get the other twin. It was just a little <laughs> bit of too much. It's messed up. Too much. Um, it didn't matter that he didn't do anything in the second half. He had already built Bro. his lead so much that he impacted the game. He did whatever he wanted. Yeah, did him, himmy, was the him minus. <laughs> I hate myself for that. Uh, not a good, not your best moment. The Denver Nuggets, and this is another thing that's like so wonderful to see when you're watching it through essentially fresh eyes. Big Dave and Matt were like, this team can do whatever. They, they can beat you in any way that they want you to or they want to. They can brutalize you inside. Aaron Gordon's start set the tone for not only his game, for the entire series. It was a very clear message that I don't care how much heart you have. We have so much size on you, and there's literally nothing you can do about it. He played so disrespectfully. He was a bully. It was hard to watch. I was cheering for it, but then like I like bullies. Like I like I always cheer for the bad guy in every movie. Like the Miami Heat, like as a collective, have to just be back in the locker room. Like what what are we like what are we doing? He's got such strong hands. Like when they get the ball inside, because you know, like you got a little guy on him as you straight entry pass over the top, what is it? And then it's just like swipe at him and he just like goes calm, gathers himself. And then powers it up, and nobody. I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen anybody strip it from him. No. You know what I mean? When there's like a crowd around him, he just like gathers it, goes up big, and dunks it. And he was just unbelievable with it tonight. Um, he's going to be a major impact in the series on, on offense when they do that. My suspicion is in game two, the Heat are going to try to go a little bit bigger and try some different guys. I mean, I got to go back and watch the tape always to pick up on all of the different ways they'll try to adjust, but. I just think that they're going to have to figure out, do we want more spacing offensively? But if you do that, I just think the tape is going to show we can't do that to him. He's too big, and our guys, as good as they are, as versatile as they are, they're no match for AG. We theorized it before the series. We saw it. Like You and I both assigned him our very coveted X-Factor. X-Factor went in his direction tonight. Plus 15, 16.6 rebounds, one assist, one block. Jamal Murray, 11 of 22. It's always wild. 11 of 22, I would have guessed he shot way better. It felt like he shot way yeah. better. He goes for 26 points. Actually, you know who, who do you think was the leading I scorer know, of the game? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Jokic just does it every time. It doesn't matter. He took half the shots. <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> I thought Murray was great, though, and he came out focused. And I'm telling you, I don't know if Jokic comes out with a game plan, like I'm not going to shoot, I'm going to do I think he reads the game. But he doesn't just read the defense. I think early on he, re he read 
Aaron Gordon has it going. Jamal Murray has it going. I'm hunting for those guys. Where are we at? Boom. Got you over here. Got you over here. Murray tonight, 26 points, 10 rebound, uh, ten assists, 6 rebounds. He did everything but make his threes tonight, Dev. So think about when those start falling. Because that's when he takes your heart from you. That's when he does that. Like That's right. Jamal is just like, and that wasn't even him just attacking every single time. He like let the offense come to him, um, took what the defense gave, and the Heat threw a lot. They threw a lot there where he was just like, oh, I'm going to stay aggressive the entire time. Um, got his shots over Gabe Vincent. Um, knocked down a couple of shots where it's like you have to keep, you have to stay honest with him um, because he's going to get there. But also, he was working extremely hard on both ends of the floor. He played 44 minutes in this game. I mean, that is a concern. But also, it's like, hey, I rested last year. I have not played for two years. <laughs> I rested I'm ready last for this week. moment. Yeah, I rested last week. This was, yeah, exactly. We did the the, the, the rust, rust versus, versus rest. rest. Turns he, out it was just rest. He's ready. He's not sick anymore. He's ready for this moment. He stepped up big in this game. And the craziest part is he's going to play better. Yeah, he's going to play better. I, I know. He dude. thinks that he had a bad game. Yo, that's the thing that there were, like you said, there were no, uh, like, just disastrous uh, shots that just, like, were in the face of the Miami Heat they were just demoralizing we didn't have any demoralizing Jamal moments other than he can just kind of do whatever he wants but there wasn't ever that like punch in the face that Jamal is able to deliver that just makes the other team wilt and you're right like that's definitely coming Jamal Murray can play better he uh and I, it is hilarious. He didn't end up being the leading scorer. Like, Jokic is such, such a thief. Like, he does this all the time. Come not back. even a thief. It's just it's like game is too easy for him. It is so he easy. He was trying to not be the leading scorer tonight. He was trying his he hardest. He was really trying his hardest. His absolute Ball hardest. just kept falling into the basket at the end. Yeah, Jamal Murray did not have a good night from three. He shot that hilarious wedgie at one point. Yeah. Uh, but more than anything, like, it's just the two-man game is unstoppable. Yep. Those guys can find a great look out yep. of absolutely anything that comes their way whether that be like Jamal so often finds himself in open space just with with no one around him because everyone's trying to fall back and double Jokic somehow they get confused on who it is uh, is supposed to do what and Jamal just like he's so automatic man the one thing the one major thing that we noticed is that he just looked like he's in much better shape like since the playoffs started like Jamal Murray has played himself into shape since the playoffs started he looks lean now he wasn't he didn't look tired and worn down like he did in previous series where we were like oh man you know what do you do like do you need to get Bruce in there do we have to find another way somebody has to, else has to bring the ball up if they're going to pressure him full court like not an issue yeah not an issue man the two I love that you mentioned the two-man game though because that really was what it was tonight it was those two together i mean as great as Jokic is it's those two together that just like oh the defense is doing this what do we go where do we go to it and they were incredible next i want to go to michael porter jr 14 points 12 rebounds one assist two block shots a game high plus 20 he played 43 <laughs> minutes he played more than Jokic tonight and his defense i thought was unbelievable unbelievable he was two of 11 from three tonight terrible and they were all wide open looks wide open if you want to know the number one area where denver can positively <laughs> regress in game two it's michael porter threes two of 11 among his worst shooting nights of his career when he's taken 11 or 10 or more shots he rarely gets 11 up with only two makes if ever he might not have ever done it but his defense to me is what stood out 
guarded some big time. Caleb Martin, who was a huge factor in the last game, tried him a few times tonight. One in particular was just to get that out of my house. <laughs> like, not I got a finger on it. More not this disrespect. It was a get that out of my house uh, block. I thought his defense tonight is what stood out, D-line. Absolutely. There were times where he got blown by and then turned into LeBron James. Had the, like, yeah. the, the chase down block. There were... Michael Porter Jr. looked incredible on the defensive end. He looked so much bigger than any Miami Heat player that he was matched up against, and because he was, but he was able to use his length. He was able to just be disruptive. Michael Porter Jr. had a great game, and he sucked from three. Sucked. Wide open threes. Couldn't believe he wasn't knocking down. Didn't matter in the slightest. Michael, this is another guy that he and Jamal Murray are just, there's gonna be a game where they just erupt against the Miami Heat and it's going to feel like just, like what do you do? Like a, another demoralizing element of the Denver Nuggets is specifically when it comes to this Miami Heat team. There's, they have no answer for any of this. Get that shit up out of here. Every single time here. that he got to the rim. Uh, guys can't go after him no more. He it's was, so true. Honestly, he was, Aaron Gordon, I think, was the best defensive guy in this game because he just really just took Jimmy Butler out of the game. But Michael Porter Jr. put fear in them from trying to get to the paint. He's knocking everything out the way. Everything else, he's like, there was a two, there was two shots that he went after the block that they just went like right over it because he's just altering it. Also, you know who did not care that he was not making shots? Michael Malone. He played them the yes, most yes. minutes that he's played them all year long. We see these Moach, moments Moach, where Moach, he Moach. gets put on the bench and he does not come back in. It's as if Michael Malone forgets about him. He didn't forget about him in this game. He was like, no. hey, he's making winning plays. We're winning when he's out there. We're going to keep him in the game. I don't care if he's uh, missing these shots. Keep on shooting. We want those yeah Mike moments, but also we want yeah Mike to uh, we want him to grab every single rebound that it comes his way. He grabs 13 rebounds in this game yeah. and leads the uh, we have Denver to, with it. We have to start a new category, not yeah Mike, like oh my god, Mike. When he just <laughs> dis he just put somebody into the shadow realm. Did he have two monstrous dunks? Oh, yeah, those nut dunks were sick. And I'm telling you, I just know he's going to shoot well the next one. Like, he doesn't do it two in a row. A little rust for him. He might be the only guy that was rusty in that way. Dude, and what do, you, what do you do if you're Miami? You leave him open? They, no, you would no, never you, do that. You start I thinking about the draft. Him and Bruce were probably the only guys that I felt like got open looks tonight from three because Miami did a good job of kind of running out and scrambling. But he was open a lot, and he just didn't have him tonight. But nonetheless... Mike leading the team in plus-minus happens more often than you'd think. It does. It really does, you know, and I don't think it's a co coincidence. That length is so important to Denver and what they do. His shooting and just floor spacing is so important. But as you mentioned, every single series this year, somebody teams have gone into game one trying Mike. Thinking like, all right, let's try yeah, him he's out. the mark. Caleb, here we go. See what you got, man. Just, just ISO him. And it was like... Immediate. No, that's not it, man. That, that that is not it. What did Caleb Martin have tonight? Oh my God, Caleb Martin last. Hold on. Richardson How many points do you think he had? Three. He had three points tonight. <laughs> Caleb Martin played 25 minutes and had three points. He was one of seven. He was a minus 10. He hit a ridiculous shot to get that three as well. Which like, Michael Porter made him work on. He's <laughs> like, it, you're not getting any more. You better be lucky uh, for that one. Let's go to KCP. Seven points, three rebounds, one steal, uh, plus five. He played 36 minutes, three of eight. Stats don't really pop. Anything in the game pop to you guys? Uh, no. 
Besides the fact that I looked at Max Struess's field goals. Yeah. Yo. Does he have any? Zero. Jesus. It's Zero. Like, yo, it's funny that KCP had <laughs> seven and three and outplayed his matchup. <laughs> he outplayed his matchup. Like, KCP played extreme defense the entire time, brings that energy. Also, there was a scary part of this game where it looked like KCP got hurt and he went back into uh, the locker room. He came back out and he looks like himself. Uh, the shots did not fall, but they really didn't fall for anybody on Denver side of things. So, I'm t when you go down the list of things, no one played up to what they're supposed to play, but they did the things that you need to win a game. KCP is always going to do the things that you need to win a game. Yeah, and also, Mr. Right on Time. Whenever they go on a run, he's going to hit that, that shot, whether it be on the other side or if it's to just close them out. He hit some big shots in this game. And then Denver played excellent defense this entire game. And guys like KCP were a big reason for it. Like, there would be passes that would come into the lane. There'd be three or four guys swarming. Um, this, uh, he, He's just a guy that you appreciate, you know, what we were talking about coming into this, that he has been here before. This moment is not in any way too big for him. Um, and he just, you know, like, tenacity. He wasn't necessarily, I mean, he wasn't scoring at a high clip. But it's another guy that doesn't matter, man. Like, all the guy, everybody has a role to play, and it's, you know, tonight, KCP, yeah, swallow up Max Cruz, Caleb Martin, any any of these like one of eight guys that are the same guy that are all the same size as KCP you can guard any of them. None of them went off. They all had a terrible game. Yeah. You know, and it, it's uh, yeah. Were you more impressed with Denver's offense or Denver's defense tonight? Defense. It wasn't close. Really? Yes. Defense. Guys. That have went off. Caleb Martin has looked like, ooh. right. Jimmy Butler has been incredible in the playoffs. Where they were trying to say he's playing to the same, you know, par as Jokic, which is not close. Max Struess has been, you know, playing good basketball. He made zero field goal attempts. Duncan Robinson, Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron has made shots. <laughs> None of them did what they were supposed to do. To where it was forced to Bam Adebayo had to try to win a game for Miami. Oh, my God. That has never happened. That does not happen. So, I think that Denver's defense, it won them the game where it's like, hey, we took everything else away that, Bam, go do what you have to do. Go do what you have to do. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Plus, it they was a Munder. It was a Munder. The goddamn Nuggets killed. We got one tonight. more player here. Oh, actually, let's talk about Bruce real quick. He went two of three from three tonight. He had his own. We don't know. We don't have a Bruce thing. What is it? I guess the Bruce was loose. Yeah, the, the Bruce, Bruce was loose, loose there. The Bruce got the a little loose Bruce. in the third quarter, and it was a big. It was an important <laughs> stretch because it kept the lead up to twenty. You know, in that moment, and when Miami made a run in the fourth quarter. If Denver wasn't up 20, that might have got un uncomfortable. But Bruce got loose there in that third quarter to get himself up to 10 points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal. He only played 21 minutes. Malone, yeah. really, because the finals, they had a big break, and they have a three days before the next game. Next game's not till Sunday. Malone acted like it. He's like, you know what? I don't need to play a lot of guys tonight. Christian Brown played eight minutes. I mean, barely got in there. But the last guy we have to talk about, Nikola Jokic, 40 minutes for the big fella. 27 points, a game-high 27 points, of course. Jesus. <laughs> In fact, you know, man, was Bam just scoring all game tonight? Yes. When he's scoring, man, he was everywhere. 26 points. <laughs> was By the way, Denver wanting Bam to score tonight. Clearly part of the game plan was, and, and it was almost weird. He took 25 shots. He had 26 points on 25 shots. 
I know he's never took that many shots. He hasn't. I don't think ever. <laughs> I think somebody posted it. That was a career-high field goal attempt. It comes in game one. And I feel bad for him. He was 13 of 25, did not get to the foul line. In fact, just two free throw attempts for the Miami Heat tonight. <laughs> but a lot of this was because they weren't attacking. And this is why but, – but D-Line, this is why I say it's going to be different in game two. Teams adjust. Sure. They didn't attack tonight. I don't think they're going to be able to attack successfully over and over again. But they're going to at least get to the foul line more than two times. Yeah. I think that's a finals low. Um, but – the reason I brought it up is Jokic tonight, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists. Triple Remember when he was, like, I think at one point he was nearly 500, like 5 of 9 or something. Yeah. He finished 8 of 12. And it, honestly, he was so in control all game long of exactly what he wanted to do. And it just so happens. And this is why I say you have to watch Jokic. You can't just get it from the box score. You can't just get it from watching one game. Because this is the first time you ever watch him. You think he does some fancy stuff, but, yeah, but not can much he of score? An offensive threat, but can but... he score? And it's like, no, man. He very deliberately <laughs> did not score tonight because he saw opportunities to do everything else at an extremely high level. Just dominant. Dominant performance. Yeah, like if you... If you're us, you know, the people that are at the bar, the people that are watching here, we see Jokic all the time, so we're not shocked by their center is bringing the ball up the court. Their center is knocking down threes. Their center is doing no-look passes. Also, um, we're going to look at this game and see, like, hey, he should have played, played better on Bam and things like that. But to, like, the people, like the casuals that are not seeing him all the time, 27-point triple-double, only four missed shots. Dominated the game in every facet. Only he didn't even. It was like a game within a game for him. All assists in the first, you know, first quarter, first half. Did not try to score. Led the game in points. Two turnovers. Forty Two turnovers. minutes. Touched the ball in every possession. Ten, uh, Fourteen assists. Two turnovers. I don't even know what to say about this guy <laughs> anymore, man. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, he is just. He's just not normal. Like, he's not... This is, like, not how it's done. It, this is, People don't understand how to consume what he's given to them. They don't understand how to understand it. They don't understand how to defend it. There's just... Nikola Jokic has brought a way of playing basketball to the NBA that is so disruptive that it's going to reverberate in the league for years to come. We were talking about, like... Yo, if this goes like this the rest of the way and the Nuggets get it done, everybody in the offseason is going to be like, how do what do we do for Jokic? Like, we can't just have we can't go small anymore. We can't just have like a bunch of positionless basketball guys. We need to have a center. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's gotta play center and he's gotta be able to try and match up on Jokic. The best we've seen um teams play against Jokic this this postseason has been probably Rudy Gobert and Jock Landale, two traditional centers that are big body guys that are willing to get hunkered down and actually try to make Jokic work in the post a little bit. But like, you know, even when you do that, it's just, everybody's open. Yeah. Everybody's open, man, and he's going to find them. It's just, it's, <laughs> he's just broken basketball. It's not funny anymore. I'm one done of, with basketball. One of the big winners of this playoffs Nobody realizes it just yet. It's got to be Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man. No, I've heard you say positive things about Rudy Gobert. I'm just saying because you watched Bam Adebayo tonight, and Yoke didn't shoot tonight, Dev. He only <laughs> took 12 shots. But when you watch the shots he took, how many shots did he take tonight that Bam bothered? I think it's zero. I think the number None. is zero. Like None. He just he could have taken over this. Denver could have won tonight by 30. 
if he wanted to go to that, but but it was almost a thing where he was like, I'm not going to this little five foot where I bump, bump, and then get to a little five foot fall away that he just is not going to miss. Maybe he'll miss one out of ten. He didn't even go to it tonight. Bam had his best game probably ever, and Jokic was surgical. Jokic was the guy that like won in every single capacity, um, dominated that matchup. Did what he wanted to, made the passes that he wanted to. Very comfortable game and won just in easy fashion. So, like, <laughs> what about when he does have to turn it on? And we saw that in the fourth quarter. It was like, okay, this is takeover mode where he scored every single time. Those other guys, Jokic was like, he was like, okay, I'm going to have to take over because these are guys that are saying, you know, that they're saying that. He's going to get to that point where he's like, I'm just going to whip your ass every single time out. <laughs> and that's coming very soon. So, bam. Good job. I know. Good I job. honestly think Tip it's weird hat, to be buddy. Bam because I think in the first <laughs> half he had it going. You know, Denver's clearly trying to say, especially when they built the lead early, it was like Bam's eight foot floaters, twelve foot jump shots. You got to make so many of those. You basically yeah. got to make every one. It's a math problem, it's dude. A, but it's also just a. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get spicy now. I'll oh, get oh, spice oh. Spice it up, get in dude. The kitchen. And now that I get to do this because of how everything else has played out. The worst moment of the season for me personally was the Nuggets collapsing against the 76ers. Yeah, it sucked. Because you want to know something? Embiid didn't really do anything Bam didn't, did do tonight. He's made shots. I'm, yeah, but I, I mean, he made a lot, a few more shots or whatever. But my point is, Yoke guarded him the exact same way. Yeah. And it was the way of, we're going to score every time down court. And as long as you're taking these 18-foot pull-ups, whatever, you'll hit some, you won't. Denver lost for other reasons. They lost control. And it... But this was one of those games where I felt like Bam in the first half was kind of like, oh, I have it going. I have it going. Down 17 going into the half, and you're like, oh, they wanted me to have it going, didn't they? Damn yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> oh, this, I felt good oh, for a second. Bam I kind of felt loose. like I was. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like you just said, it was one of his best games. You're right. I mean, he goes in there with 26, 13, and 5, which is a great stat line. But just it, it was almost like he, they need less Bam. <laughs> You know, in game two, in a weird way. And it's just one of those things about Yoke that's absolutely dude, dominant. Dude, there, are, there are levels to this. Such and levels. The level higher that Jokic is on the dominant basketball player is, uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot. There's a, lo- a lot of levels. A lot of levels. A lot of levels. Guys, I hate to say it, but Nugget season's almost over. Summer is here, Shut which is a good up, thing. Dude. What? I'm just saying, no matter of, what happens, we've only got like, goddamn segue it's is bad that? news. It's bad news. Hey, everybody, just a reminder, you're all going to die someday. <laughs> all right, Adam, go ahead. It's that not that bad. we got a couple more weeks until we walk into summer leagues with the Larry O'Brien. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> going to be in Vegas with that Larry O'Brien. I'm not ready. But I'm not ready, man. I highly recommend you fill your summers with Volo. Volo is the largest social sports company in the U.S. We play so that kids can play for free. What does that mean? The Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps to kids in each Volo city, Colorado being one of those. The DNVR crew is in a Cherry Creek Bowling League. How are we doing, by the way? Uh, it's over. Oh, did we win? Nope. Ah! Did we do okay? <laughs> we did. We we. You know what the problem is? Is that uh, we don't have Raymond, or do we have Raymond? No, we don't. King of the chat, Ray. That's why we. That's why uh, we yeah, lost. You, guess who won the league? Is it Ray? Who's Ray? It's yeah, Ray. Yeah, 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 Ray, Ray. Yeah. It makes sense. Now. It should be with us. You don't have a team. Sign up as a free agent. They've got all kinds of sports, and you can also do this cool thing. It's called the Volo Pass, monthly membership program that gives unlimited access to sports, events, and social activities every night. You're new to the city, or maybe you just want to break outside your social club and meet some new people. Sign up for Volo. Unlimited pickups. Drive 
drop-ins and tournaments, $20 per month, minimum three-month membership, or $200 for the whole year. You get your social fill. Uh, there's also a beta version for $10 for just three months. You want to test it out. And they've got leagues throughout the city. Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, Highland, Sloan Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Inglewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield, and more pretty much all over the entire state. So if you missed your chance at any main leagues, get your Volo Pass and start playing in leagues as free agents today. Make sure you use promo code DNBR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. That's volosports.com slash Denver. Also want to tell you guys about Illegal Pete's. The ah! homies. We got all these f- people. I say foreigners. That almost sounded too aggressive. Yeah, dude. We also have all these people flying in from you out of the, the country others. this week. The and they tell me, like, they're sending pictures like, yo, I went to Illegal Pizza places, Bob. Yeah, I love it, man. Me too. They found, you know what they found there? Burritos, buddies, what else? and beer. <laughs> they found three? all three of those things there. A little rainy in the afternoon, so maybe go there for lunch if you want to be out on that patio getting the sunshine. You guys know Illegal Pete's. And if you are coming in, people have asked me, what do I get there? The only thing I'll say, chips and queso. Get the queso. It's delicious. That Bro. queso is actually good. And other people's queso, not that good. Way overrated. <laughs> Way I'm overrated. But I'm their queso? You, get yourself a burrito from Illegal Pete's if you've never had one before. Just because you'll appreciate, unless you're at a Mars who's broken inside, the stir. They just combine all of the ingredients at the end. A homogenous bite, every one, beautiful. All right, let's get back into this. So let's talk about some, you know, takeaways. They did go zone in that fourth, and, and I got to go back and watch the tape. Denver's offense in the fourth was atrocious. Yeah. Um, I think that zone should be easy for Denver. Yeah. They went to their knockout punch early. And it didn't work. I thought we thought they were stat padding Jokic when he came back in because they're up twenty points and they brought Jokic back in to start the fourth. I suspect that part of why they did that was if you watch the flow of the game to start the second quarter, Yoke goes to the bench. They were in a zone, and I wonder if Malone thought if they go zone to start the fourth, and he was right, they did. And we throw Jokic out there. Jokic is the best zone buster in the NBA. Yep. You get him at the middle of the court. He's hitting three-point shooters, or he's getting into the bucket or to the basket and into the paint. <laughs> but none of but that didn't happen in this one, and I'm not really sure what to make of it. I don't think it's a matter of oh the Heat are going to go to more zone, but at the same time, if there's one concern I have, it's that Denver struggled with it in that fourth quarter. What do you think, Dev? I feel like they took their foot off the gas. Also, yep. they had played 40 minutes and stuff like that, so I don't think that there was too much there. Also, one thing I really don't look at in those fourth quarters is. Teams try to they try to waste the clock so they're not playing the same type of offense that they typically take. So well I think that you could find that as like small moral victories on one side, like, hey, this is what you did well. I don't think that it dictates what Denver's gonna do in the next game. Like Jokic was eating that zone up all game where they stopped going to the zone and they only did it with the second unit, which I feel like they had some success. So um I wouldn't take that as like, hey, they might have found something there because we we know what it looks like when people think that they found something there. Um, that was not the adjustment. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, Denver zone, struggled, though. Well, they struggled just because they missed the shot. They had three wide-open shots. Jokic missed a little push shot from the top of the key. Jamal had a wide-open shot. They were like, didn't expect to be that wide open. Like... This, uh, this is one of these things where it's like the Lakers down the stretch suddenly caught on fire, and it's like, oh, man, did they find something out? It's like, no, they didn't. They didn't find anything out. They just found that, uh, you know, the Nuggets were a little bit quick 
or a little bit early on, you know, letting up a little. I mean, they didn't let up all the way, but they kind of messed around. You, I mean, against an NBA team, especially one that can hit three-pointers, if you have a lapse of like two minutes, like you can eliminate, you know, double digits very quickly. And that, you know, that's just kind of what happened. Um, I don't really, Jokic in the middle of that zone, like we got the ball, he was free to operate however he wanted. He just wasn't quite in killer mode at that point. Yeah. I, the other thing about this, you wonder about who they're going to go to. You know, they played a hand, they played eight guys basically tonight, really nine guys because they gave Cody Zeller eight minutes. They used him twice in these little spurts just to spell bam, give a different look. And I actually thought he did okay. They don't have the bodies, but I do think that you might see a Kevin Love in this one in game two. I just think they have I to love go, that. They have <laughs> to go with bigger bodied people because they're so we're so clearly too small. Big body. You've dude. also got um Yurtsevin. Sure. Yurtsevin? Yeah. The Sounds only thing good. that sucks about those type of adjustments. <laughs> Cody Zeller played seven uh, minutes. Uh, Kevin I'm, Love. I'm did not, silence for Cody Zeller tonight, by the way. <laughs> Kevin Love did not get to get into the game. Your guy that I'm not going to, Omer, did not, he played 32 seconds. So, like, if you do that, you're just throwing them into, like, a very, very rough environment um, like, where Cody Zeller's, like, fighting with Jokic the entire time, and then that, that didn't work out well. So, like, I do think that that's tough. But also, what other answers do they have? I really do think that you're just trying to throw everything but the kitchen sink at it. Yeah, but I will say this. This is true of every series. It was true of the Lakers series. Denver won four very, very, very different games. Every game takes on its own personality because in the playoffs, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's so strategic. All right, this is our points of emphasis. We're going to do this, this, and this, and we're going to force them this way. And tonight, Denver could just, like, adjust on the fly. But I do think the next game will be different. I mean, every game one has looked like this, and every game after that in every series has looked different. And I just think this is the easy win that Denver gets. Maybe they get another one, but I just don't think they're all going to go this way. No, but we're talking about a team that where you just assume there's going to be one easy win every series. Yeah, that's like, true. We're, we're so far out of the realm of reality right now. Like We are able to pick the yummiest way that the Nuggets can win. We want them to be up by 13 points, not nine. It's The Nuggets are in such dominant form. Right? This is the NBA Finals. Like yeah. Every other team has been eliminated. Every other team has beat every other team, and the two that are left standing are this Heat team and this Nuggets team, and the Nuggets bludgeoned the Heat tonight. It was not close. You are right. Every game takes on its own personality. I don't suspect, just because of their makeup and the way that they've been operating all season and mostly all playoffs long, that the Heat are, they're not going to fold, obviously. Yeah. Like, this is their calling card, is finding themselves in tough situations, fighting their way out, you know, just being grinding it out, like just being dogs about it. But, like, they kind of did that to get it to nine. Let's talk about areas of regression here, both good and bad. I'll start. Jokic can shoot more. Yeah. That's the number one just back pocket. We've talked about it. But if they need it, I just feel like Jokic had a dominant level in him if they just never really got to a point. Uh, Michael Porter, two for 11. He could shoot a lot better yes. than that. I think I kind of expect that he will. Um, Jamal Murray, two of seven from the three-point line. I actually think he – I will say they guarded him at the three-point line extremely well tonight. I do think that they rotated and got under his space and stuff for it really well. But nonetheless, I think that we could see more. Um, if you go over Aaron Gordon, seven of ten, I want to see why the faucet was cut off for him. I want to see that. 
16 points is not that many, but they all came in a row. So I am curious to see if he can repeat that performance in game two. Those are my areas of positive and negative regression. There might be a little negative regression for some of that, but we'll see. Yeah, with Aaron Gordon, he didn't get it going even on like rebounds or assists. Like he kind of just stopped. He's like, hey, I hit my quota. This is what I do. Like, I'm okay. I already impacted the game in such a way that it does not matter anymore. Yeah, yeah I'm not like um, I'm not gonna talk anymore. That's why I put my work in. Yeah, I, already, I did what I had to do. <laughs> I want us the game, you know. So like, I do think that that was there. Um, also, I think that like Jeff Green is not gonna. They're not gonna go on the run the moment that he comes into the game. So that's one other piece that I would add. Um, maybe see a little bit of uh, more Brown, but. You already said the three biggest ones, and those are Denver's three Bread best Bread and butter, players. yeah. Jokic shoot more. Jamal makes his shots. MPJ makes his shots. If you can do that and you already won convincingly, what really more can you do if you're the Heat? So, like, that wasn't a great game. Yeah, dude, this is the game. This was the down game for the Nuggets. Like, almost every player, out, including... Their top two didn't have a great night offensively. Jokic did when all the dust settled, but it was like really at the end where he was like, all right, fine, blah, blah, blah. Like, here's four in a row, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Jamal Murray can play a lot, but I mean, that's all of the gr- regression for the Denver Nuggets is positive regression. They're, like, they none of no one played their absolute dominant A plus game tonight. And like, there's no reason to think that they won't moving forward. I, I didn't yeah. see a lot of resistance. I just saw missed shots. Well, let's go to the other side. Jimmy Butler was downright bad tonight. I mean, 13-7-7, and but 6-14 of shooting, and I wouldn't say he was even bad. He just was a non-factor tonight. Some of the shots, like early on, he had five points right off the bat, including a three, which means he only made four shots, I think, in the final, like, 45 oh. minutes. Because <laughs> those were the first two buckets of the game, I think, were his buckets or t- of the first ten or something. But he was... He's going to be better, I think, in game two just because I think that was a bad game. Max Struess was 0 of 9 shooting. I actually think that's the one that's the most likely yeah. to, to swing hard. Denver defended him well. We gave KCB props. But there were a handful of shots that were like, oh, shit, he's wide open, including one in the corner in the fourth quarter where it could have made it interesting. I think Denver was only up like 9 or 11 at that point. Would have cut it to either 8 or, or uh, 6. So it could have gotten a little bit more interesting if he would have just hit a few of those. 0 of 9, I don't think 0 of 9 happens again. No, it doesn't. Duncan Robinson won a five too, by the way. I mean, this is this is why you can imagine the Heat winning a game in this series. Is like, is that you know they do have guys that can all put it together, and the Nuggets were not. They they played really well defensively, but they like there was a lot of like just opening game jitters. The Miami Heat looked tired. Jimmy Hibby, excuse me. Uh, ankle looks like it's bothering him um i don't know that we're gonna get like the jimmy performance this series that we've been seeing the other games like he didn't i didn't think that he was like necessarily neutralized i just think he kind of was removed from the game on his own you know like um i don't know yeah denver clogging the paint i think the miami heat with with yoke in particular i think miami's gonna try to draw him away from the basket a little bit more and try to get clever with that and it could change the texture of this game and again when you see a shot profile that sees bam out of bio lead them in field goal attempts by 11 nobody was within 11 field goal attempts of him that shows you that they kind of fell into the trap that denver had set for them and i think they're going to adjust and come up with creative ways and that's why i say it'll take on a different texture yeah there's going to be a lot of a lot of differences like they're coming off of a grueling game seven you know 
um, series where they had to stay, like stream off a team and, and whatnot. But also, their guys didn't do the things that they normally do and the things that got them to this point. Um, while being tired, they're in you know, um, altitude, high elevation, and trying to get those things going. Jimmy Butler didn't do what he normally does. Um, Caleb Martin has been incredible in the playoffs, didn't do what he does. They knocked down every single three-pointer um, to get to this point. So in no way are we thinking that this is just like easy on one side where Denver is going to make these adjustments and they're not going to get back to themselves. But you just still do have to look at those things. Like Bam played extremely well um, offensively. He's not going to do those type of things. And also Denver didn't play their best way. So I do think that both ways, we're going to see a different team from both sides in game two. Yeah, I agree. Um, real quick, let's take a quick break. We're going to have Brendan vote live from the arena. Yoke's at the podium right now, so we'll, we'll get an update from him. But first, got to tell you guys about Pins and Aces. Oh, hell yeah, And we dude. have some exciting news here from Pins and Aces. d oh, We have a brand new Pins and Aces Times DNBR collaboration uh, limited edition polo. It's pretty dope. Looks great. Stretchy material, very breathable. RK modeled it and then he wore it on the golf course. He said, "How did is he get a hole in one?" He said he shot the course record. He shot the course record. Can you believe? I can't believe <laughs> he it. He is a liar. Wait, so all he did was put on the new DNVR pins and aces shirt and yes. he hit a quarter hit. Wow. Yes. Unbelievable. You guys know pins aces, the official golf power partner of All City and DNVR, and now just the beginning. Just the beginning of a beautiful collaboration with this genius and those guys over there. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags. I mean, what did I just say? What holiday's coming up? Uh, Father's Day. Fathers love the golf. Fathers love DNVR. Do your father a favor. <laughs> Get him a pins and aces bag. Fill it full of Omaha steaks. Oh, this is the ultimate. And then put some of those... Like 100 milligram turbo cores in the middle of the steaks, dude. It's like a tea. <laughs> Pretty soon, I got a great idea for Kind Love. They get a little tea, golf tea sized of those little toothpicks. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use promo code DNVR. Receive 15% off your first purchase. That's pinsandaces.com. Kale, let's start some super chats while we wait for one Brendan vote. You ready to go? Nuggets up 1 0 in the NBA Finals. Woo! What do we got? Start big. We're starting from New Zealand. New Zealand. You got to make it bigger, man. That's like so tiny for my old eyes. You want me to, you want me to get them? Yeah, you, get you them? do it. With your what young, a win. Your youthful yeah, eyes. Yeah, my youthful 45-year-old eyes. Uh, Tom Stewart says, what a win. Three more steps to go. The vibes are immaculate here in New Zealand. Can't wait to see y'all at the DNVR bar next season. Love your work. Adam is him. That's right. All the nuggets are good. Oh, that felt, that felt good to hear Eric Adam have to say. Is, yeah, hey, make sure Adam, you guys get some in for him. me and miss out on that. Sucked. Oh, I man, hated that, that felt dude. good to hear hey, Eric Kale, can say. you cut that out and return that money to that nice man? Uh, I said start D big. You got us a dollar ninety nine. Dylan McLeod says, big takeaway. Denver is simply too big. That's true. right. So true. Uh, my man, Brudda Brendan says, <laughs> much love from all the way from Hawaii. Probably the only Nuggets fan out here. Never in a million years would I have thought MPJ would be more impactful on D than offense. <laughs> That's so true. I hope we see him and KCP bounce back game two offensively. Mahalo! He's That's so better <laughs> than the other Brendan. Yeah, dude. That's my brother. Dude, I, yeah. Uh, my Brent, that other Brendan is... 
Uh, Josh Roper says, Ten piece. Gold doesn't rust. Heat don't even have enough size for Gordon, let alone Jokic. It's true. That's actually true. It's so true. That, I checked, fact checked, true. Gold do not rust. Dylan McLeod is back. He says, this is the best team in the world. We got uh, we got beat in the world. Uh, we got, we got best, best in the world with Nikola Jokic. Uh, Himal Murray, Michael Winner Jr., and Mr. Nugget. Every Nugget is good. I love this team. Let's go Nuggets, dude. All of Nuggets Nation, deeply in their feelings, at the bottom of a bunch of bottles as well. Jovan Jovanovic says, the spotlight uh, tossing Nugs had was beautiful. Each player stepped up just when the previous one had a cold spurt. Uh, Calmness and... Let's get the job done mentality simply demoralized Miami. All the Nuggets are good, Givelli. Let's Givelli, go. baby. Givelli, Givelli, Givelli. Uh, Hook'em15 says, hopefully the statue has the headband on it from the Grizzlies game. It's true. We need headband Jokic for his, uh, his eventual enshrining. Gordon, the ultimate homie, Glazner says, the Denver Nuggets are the best team in the NBA. We've known it for a while. Now the whole world knows it. Unstoppable. So true. Gordon, the homie. Ish says, we are 1 0. Denver. Oh, in the Denver man era. <laughs> Every nugget is good. Every Denver Nuggets fan is good. Every ad read is good. Everything is good. <laughs> Yo, you know you're feeling it when the Boom. ad read gets a shout out. And just like we always do, Kale. After the 5555-ish does Super Chat, let's check out on that graphic, shall we? Oh, my goodness. You're right. The, you're right. We have are to take another oh! step. That's the cube. That's the cube. We got the color. Gold. Is that gold? Gold. Is that Larry O'Beagle? Oh, that's so gorgeous, Eric. I didn't know what you were going to I was worried you were going to go white. What am I, an idiot? I was worried. Um, I might have gone white. I'm just making the COVID colors. Uh... Michael Lerm says, three more. No more steps to skip. LFG! It's true. It's so true. Hey, technically. Um, Jason Knapp, or Cap says, I remember being on my knees and knees, when I, on my knees and knees, uh, when I was 10 years old, praying that God would deliver me in Nuggets playoff win. It would take 30 years to be answered in the form of the Serbian prince. LFG. No, you were praying to Nikola Jokic. He, brought it himself. <laughs> he heard your prayers. He brought it himself. David East, the call is coming oh, from inside man. the house. <laughs> he's right over here. He's super chatting like a real homie, and he gave us fifty dollars. Wait, 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 he's hold on, hold on, David East. Hold on, hold on, David East. Get you over, you got to read your own super chat here. Hurry yeah, up, yeah, hurry yeah, up. You have just, to read this. Yeah. Just come over here. What do you do? You have to read your own. Where do you get the chat? chain? I want the chain. All right. Read what does your it super say here. It says. What a night. All the nuggets are good. Hey. I like that he had to actually read it. You read your own super chat. That's a power move. Uh, let's see. We got the boys dad. Super chat. Fifty dollars. Thank you. I thought the nuggets could have broken Miami if they had kept their feet on the accelerator in the last quarter. Not doing so could give them some hope. Still a good Let him hope. Yeah, dude. Still a good Munder win by the better team. Nuggets in three, baby. Mercy rule will be triggered. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Jared Vikenda. Happy Pride Month to my LGBTQ fam. Let's go. Had the pleasure of walking, watching the Nuggets dominate while playing bingo 
with a dra- with drag queens. Wow. Oh that, man, that's, my, wow. That's all the interesting drag, night. Do the, all the drag queens are good things. at bingo. <laughs> uh, all go. the nuggets are good. All the nuggets are all good. All people are good. See you at Sunday at the DVR bar. That's right, dude. You know what we forgot to mention? Aside of that, the border pass today where he drives, jumps. And then drops the ball to Jokic. The weirdest pass, the weirdest great pass of all time. It's true. It looked like he dropped it. It looked like, he, it looked like such an accident. It was intentional. Um, all right, we've got uh, Laking Ball. Laking Ball. Calling a, a super chatting, super chatting here from hell. Uh, says, so what do I super chat now? My team out, but I love seeing Jimmy struggle, hating on the Heat now so let's go nuggets win baby it feels so good cheering for the nuggets other than their downfall there you go yeah dude what are you the national media it's the best it's the best cheering for the nuggets uh big eos says get joker on the court and he trouble game one f around and got a triple double that's right <laughs> Him and jason <laughs> Kidd, the only was a good two day, players baby. to get a triple double in their first nba Gotta finals say, it was a good day also lebron I and Jokic, the only players in about 50 years to get 10 points 10 assists and a half Yoke did it in his first finals game. Oh, my God. Dreamweaver10 says, I love you guys so much. LFG. All the nuggets are good. I love it. Just back to basics. Get down to basics. You know what I mean? Why, why trying to reinvent the wheel with a super chat? Ash uh, Astray says, buy all the stock in Christian Brown. The kid sprinted, crashed into the floor, slid five feet to save a ball. Wind is definitely feeling it. Yeah, that's a, if you're, that is an agenda-filled uh uh, win tonight. If you're watching the Christian Brown effort tonight and being like, eh, you might have an agenda. All right. Uh, Alejandro Botello says, bar immaculate. The vibes immaculate. Three wins away from history. Love everyone here. Let's go. Couldn't Let's go. More. The vibes really were immaculate tonight. Oh, God. RK has a, a look on his face that's a Andrew. Let's no- fucking go! <laughs> Winningsburg. <laughs> Bringing the vibes, dude. Arena? The vibes are inebriated. <laughs> it was it was the best best vibes I've ever seen in my life. Woo! Really? Visible best vibes. vibes I've ever seen in my life. Visible vibes. Most dude. DNBR shirts I've ever seen in my life. Holy let's go. Smoke, Most dude. DNBR people who came up to me in my life. Hell yeah, baby. Let's, let's go, go dude. Let's go. In the yeah. finals. You hear this. You hear the vibes, man. That is the physical embodiment of immaculate vibes. Winningsburg. Andrew Nourish says. Loved you for years. Bar was electric. Appreciate the community you've built so much. Love listening to Mark Jackson choke on the live telly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that people like stopped by the bar and then they went home. They're watching the show now. Love it. And they're giving super chats. That's big time. Big time. Traveling Chaplain says, it's all the nuggets are great. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll amend all it. all the nuggets are great. Uh, all the nuggets are great. Oh, he, he, he covered. He covered. Okay. <laughs> uh, Big Namek says, Super Sticker, Jokic Shrug. Uh, <laughs> S2, the homie, says, First NBA Finals win in Nuggets history. Got to chill with Jake the Snake. <laughs> there you so go. Yeah, I, we can only assume Plumber? S2 on uh, mushrooms right now. <laughs> Wins all around. Heat pack in the air. Uh, oh, Nugs and in whatever they want. It's kind of accurate. I don't yeah. know if it's Nugs in four or five, it's but it's whatever that. they pick. It's true. Uh, just a few more left. Josh Roberts says Malone holding off giving MPJ the DPOG until we win the fourth game. It's going to be so sweet. I will cry. You're a baby, but that's amazing. Uh, the boy's dad is back, says poor Jamal having 
repeatedly to answer. It's the way we play in his presser to journalists who clearly had to, no clue about the Nuggets. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the final super chat, CJ Jones says, does it make sense to white flag the Heat in game one? No. Letting the game no, get closer in the fourth met Jimmy and Bam played 38 plus minutes. I love it. Strategies? I love I, I, You know what? Yes, <laughs> yo. What a, so smart of Jokic, man. Let it get close, baby. What game was there? Oh, it was the Lakers game. When I actually, yeah, now this was, was not like that, but I actually do think that actually ruined the Lakers. Yeah, dude. It, everyone's optimism became boundless yeah, after well, that. Yeah, there was boundless optimism from some <laughs> Lakers analysts. But no, in all sincerity, in the Lakers, when they really did like should have quit, and instead they sprinted, and then Anthony Davis didn't play well again the rest of the series, so it's possible. Um, you guys want to know, as we wait for Brennan to vote, he's very close. You know what my favorite favorite thing I saw in the timeline tonight? My tweets? Didn't see any of them. Okay. I have you muted. That the Nuggets are ruining basketball. Yeah. They didn't say it in so many words, but they were like, man, this isn't even fun. The Nuggets just keep dominating, man. This isn't even fun anymore. <laughs> Weep. I want to be like, it was so fun. I had a great time, That's man. why I think it's boring. They're like, they just go out there and they just win. And they just score. There's no mystery they to it. They make extra passes. Oh, here's the They're th- like the Spurs yeah. when they kept winning. Here's the thing. We don't care. We don't care. We want Actually, you to no, hate I basketball. I love it. We want you to hate it. basketball. Look at yourself and be like, do I even like the Lakers? What, <laughs> who, who am I? Oh, man. Getting Lakers fans to quit because it's so oh overwhelming. That would be incredible. All right, what else we got? So yeah, another Super Chat came in. Uh, I just wanted to make Eric struggle to read more. Hey, let's go. It's hard to. <laughs> these are difficult to read, man. <laughs> uh, Dev, since you're a resident gambler, what's the line for game two? Is it out yet? No, I doubt it's out yet. What do you think I would? They would put it at. What? Yeah. yeah what do you think they'll put ten it and at? Ten and a half. Yeah. It's do you think out. it went up after this? Yeah. Had to. Ten and a half. Are you sure? Because they're trying. To, they're trying to. They're trying to bait you because. No, it's at nine. Nine. It's out. It's at nine. I bet it goes to ten and a half. I wonder what my buyout is on my Nuggets NBA uh, bet to win it all. I wonder what my buyout is. Oh, yeah. They're basically just like, take it all. We don't care. (laughs) Just just have your entire buyout for your Nuggets championship odds. Um, Oh, we do. All right. Let's go to Brendan Vogt, live from the arena. Last thing here. Look at him (sighs) in his Miami Vice outfit. Look at that shirt, man. Handsome Vogt, baby. What's up, fellas? How was that finals winner's lounge? Was it dope? Ah, oh, felt great. The bar was even greater, man. The bar, was, I mean, oh, I know you've seen it in some in its heyday, but tonight I think was the top. No. Until only Sunday. Regret, man. Yeah. Only regret. Yep. Only regret was not being there, but obviously it's a treat to be here. Denver Nuggets crowd was ready. First note, guys, shout out Game Ops. I thought this was... This felt like a like a finals game right before. I just thought the presentation was awesome. The adrenaline was palpable. The crowd was great. Let's get into these notes. I'll go quick on Malone. You can imagine he liked what he saw for three quarters, not so much in the fourth. They have to be better closing games, but he really liked the defense. He gave the defensive player of the game chain to Aaron Gordon. I oh, let's go. Because he clicked one of his best defensive games ever. He gave it to AG. <laughs> he didn't give out two this time, but he did say, he did say, what does Mike have to do? But he did say, I thought it could. The team. Uh, say that again, Vote. You so cut out for a second. Just defense. say, what, what did Michael say? What did Malone say? <laughs> that he thought it could go to anyone and everyone on the team. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Participation but, but not, trophy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Dude, sometimes he hands out two. Like, how did Mike not get one? I digress. So uh, let's move on to Jamal Murray, who had some good stuff on uh, on Michael Porter Jr. Great question to him about what did he learn about Michael Porter Jr. as a person while they were off the court rehabbing together? And he answered right away, hard worker, loves basketball, dedicated, doesn't get enough credit for fighting through the injuries and for everything he's done for us. He's been great all year. Uh, shouted out the work ethic. Fielded a lot of different questions about their approach and, and finding AG and taking advantage of the size mismatch. And he had the same answer for every version of the question. And to some extent, it felt a little bit like to those who are new here, this is what we do. This is Nuggets basketball. It's read and react. It's not a set offense. Uh, and that's what makes us so dangerous. It just flows uh, from one thing right into the other. Uh, we heard from Aaron Gordon, who had some awesome stuff to say about his teammates. He said Jamal Murray, when he's locked in, when he's engaged, he is right up there with the best players in the league. He absolutely loved Jamal Murray's piece tonight. Uh, he shouted Jokic out as a floor general, but then quickly made sure he said the same thing about Jamal. He said he did a great job controlling the game, uh, loved his pace. And again, he referred to him when he's at his best as one of the best players in the league, uh, which is awesome. We also heard from Bruce Brown, who said huge shout out to Michael Porter Jr. I've seen some things that say he's not a great defender. Well, he was great for us tonight. My first thought, I wonder if he's going back to the D'Lo quote again, guys. I wonder if he was. But uh, Bruce has <laughs> had MPJ's back uh, on the floor and at the podium, and he did again here. Uh, more from Jamal on Michael Porter Jr. Developing into a guy who can do more than just hitting shots. Jamal said he's amazing, and man, he's 6'10". So he's always doing more than just hitting shots. He loved the rebounding. Uh, so did Jokic, who we heard from. I'll get to him in a second. And uh, lastly, Aaron, uh, last thing on Aaron Gordon, he said uh, it was a team effort guarding Jimmy Butler, and he felt he did a good job. But he said, I thought the defensive player of the game chain could have gone to Michael Porter Jr. as well. Actually, one more from Aaron Gordon, because this is a great quote. There was a discussion, thanks to a Malone quote, about Gordon not getting enough credit. And E.G. was asked if he feels like he gets enough credit. And he said, man, I'm not here for the credit. I'm here for the wins. <laughs> Mr. Nugget. He's a man. He, sneaky mic dropper, guys. He's a sneaky one. Sneaky one. Uh, let's see. I think we're just about. Oh, we, we talked to the big fella as well. Jokic once again had a lot of trouble locating the, uh, the person asking a question. <laughs> I, it's just a great little Jokic idiosyncrasy. But he couldn't figure it out. So that was a big theme. He was asked about playing with Aaron Gordon, and he said, man, I love to play with him. I love playing with him. He said, I, I like playing with a dominant big man, if that makes sense. And then he said uh, the biggest and best thing he did here was just accept his role. He talked a lot about the brand of Nuggets basketball, much like Murray did. And that's what he was you know, saying to every question. Look, there's no predetermined approach. We get out there. We read the game. That's what we do. That's what we like to do. That's how I grew up playing basketball. Great follow-up to him if he takes pride in the fact that everyone on the team has followed suit in that philosophy and approach. And unsurprisingly, he deflected credit and said, I don't know if I did that or gave that to them. But it's a beautiful brand of basketball. It's Nuggets basketball. I love it, man. It really is. It really, really is. And that's it, man. That's it from the pressers. Good stuff from uh, Bruce, Aaron, Jamal, Michael. Jokic and great stuff from the Nuggets and the Nuggets crowd. Three steps left, boys. Three give steps us, left. Just give us real quick your feelings at the arena tonight. I mean, you know, I've never been to a finals game. You get to go to one. How? Just how was it for you? 
Amazing. Amazing. I thought, you know, not at all anticlimactic. I think we kind of talked a little bit about how sweeping the Lakers felt a little, almost like, oh, this is it, huh? And I think the players felt that way too. The buzz, whatever it is you're kind of picturing in your head, palpable, man. People were thrilled to be here. This place was packed. And the energy was good from the jump. I think with the exception of those two Jimmy uh, buckets right away, a little murmur in the crowd. From there, the Nuggets were in control the whole way. And it was just excitement. And then the other thing, too, is I think this crowd just knows their team so well. There are version, There are some teams that go on runs, like the Nuggets went on tonight, and you go like, wow, this is it. This is this is the apex. This is A-plus basketball. And I think for Nuggets fans, there's almost this feeling of expectation now. You know, like the excitement isn't, oh, they're outplaying or overperforming. The excitement is these are the Denver Nuggets. These are the guys we've been watching all playoffs. Uh, and the city's behind their team right now. There's no doubt about it. Love it, man. Love it. Happy for you. By the way, that photo earlier, can't believe you, you got away with posting that on the internet. That was NSFW. So attractive with that Thanks little boy haircut. <laughs> I hate what you just said. That's, yeah, that's, tough. that's a tough one. If it gets that's clipped. a tough <laughs> sentence to utter. Clip that one for us. Get home safe, buddy. Go ahead and hit that outro music, Kale. Do we have any other Super Chats right, come we, in? We got one. Let's read Dev, it. Dev, you want to read this one? No? I'll read it. it. says, it's from Tom Stewart. It says, Dev is him! Let's go! <laughs> Let's in this one! That sucks. These Let's super go. chats suck, by the way. Man. I think give praise to real Adam one. and real goddamn one. Dev. You guys, the Denver Nuggets are three wins away. I mean, every little step of this has been so sweet, and it's crazy how close. Now we get to see what it looks like. They go up against their final test. Game number one, passed with flying colors. Game number two is going to be different, but we're going to have great shows. We're going to probably have shows for you guys. We'll definitely have one tomorrow. Probably also have one Saturday, hoping for a very big guest. Very, 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 very big guest. Maybe the biggest guest in show history. Very excited for Bigger that. Bigger than Calvin Booth? Or you don't mean just physically? I don't mean physically <laughs> oh, bigger. Yeah. yeah, not physically bigger. Uh, Eric, at the buzzer. Uh, fellas, each of you must attend one of these games. I agree. You've earned it. I know. I agree. Listen. You, you, well, you know what? You we come might. in and do that show for us. Yeah, that's, that's right. Everybody, we love you all. Thank you for hanging with us. Let's go! Hit the like and button on the way out. Possible!